Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 4, The True Family Movement. Section 7, The Standard of Our Life Course. When I say life, I mean eternal life. I am referring to the spirit world and to the life we live for eternity. Each individual was created to be an object partner of God's love. You are an object partner of the absolute God, who is the subject partner. You are his partner in love. God cherishes the notion of true love more than he values himself. God is the absolute and eternal center of life. His ideal is eternal and the center of that ideal is true love. The object partner of that love is you. An attribute of love is that it brings subject and object partners into oneness. Such love can unite a nation. In this partnership, one partner can accompany the other in any situation and follow unconditionally. God's partner can inherit his entire fortune and even his entire heart. I went through a miserable course to discover this and I now stand on that sublime and lofty foundation, which cannot be exchanged for anything. This is an amazing grace. For that reason, I can stand in the same place as God and share the eternal position of true love. The spirit world is in a different dimension from this limited earthly world. We cannot move freely within our mundane confines here on earth, but the spirit world is on a higher dimension. There we can do anything, we can leap across time. If we desire anything with a heart of love, we can have it anywhere, at any time. We were created originally as eternal beings. If we become eternal beings of true love, when we go to the spirit world, we will be free. The first standard of life is to overcome evil with goodness. The second is to reach the original starting point, And the third is to attain eternal life. Chapter 5 the Corporeal World and the Incorporeal World Section 1. Prayer Related to Our Life Course Beloved Heavenly Father, I thank you for the grace by which you have protected me since childhood, as I fought to prevent the possibility that heaven might suffer the shame of humiliation. Among all the good things on this earth, nothing can be more precious than to connect to your original heart. You must yearn infinitely for that relationship. We must realize that those who experience your love will find themselves in a place where they could forfeit everything else in this world without feeling any regret. We must prepare today on earth for the day of our birth as liberated children who are endowed with the right to be free in our third life. Loving Father, in order to greet the new spring, we know that we must be completely absorbed in our destined relationship with you, and we must attain perfect harmony with you in our lives. Only thus can we greet the spring season and bloom as beautiful blossoms. We must not become pitiful souls who, when asked whether we ever greeted a spring season in our lives, are unable to reply in the affirmative. Father, help us to understand that those who lack the heart to attend you and bow down humbly to you will be unable to have a connection to you in that eternal world. Let us open the doors of our hearts to feel your heart. Let us today hear your voice welling up from the depths of our hearts, so that we may regain our lost selves. 
Help us to appreciate your historical course of toil and trouble to find each one of us, that we may humbly bow our heads before you. Section 2. Understanding Death On the earth we have parents, teachers, and relatives. We have ways to establish such relationships on the earth, but not in the spirit world. In the spirit world, everyone lives for the whole, with God at the center. All positions are differentiated. Thus, those in a higher position cannot descend to a lower position, and it is difficult for those in lower positions to go to higher positions. Originally, we were to have gone to the spirit world only after becoming perfected while on earth. Once we entered that world, there was no returning to the physical world. Everyone is destined to die. Our life course is too short. Life is too short. Even a lifespan of 80 years is too short. It is not even eight hours in spirit world time. In terms of the concept of time in the eternal world, it is not even eight hours. That is why the power of true love is great. True love transcends time and space and moves at a speed that is beyond our comprehension. There is no doubt that the spirit world exists. It surely exists, and since we were born from the spirit world, we must return there. There is an interesting phrase in Korean, Poroganda, meaning to go back, and also meaning to die. To where do we go back? Going to a cemetery cannot be considered going back. We go back to our place of origin. We didn't start out in a cemetery. The phrase implies that we go back beyond the most distant origins of history. It means to return across the vast expanses of history, even beyond its origin. For a person to go back does not mean that if he is born as a Korean, then he goes back as a Korean. Although you may be a Korean when you die, the place you go back to is the original world of our human ancestors. What does this mean? It means that, if there is a creator, we will go back to the place where this creator resides. That is where we came from, so that is where we return. The universe is engaged in circular motion. When the snow on the mountains melts, it flows down through narrow valleys and through many streams and rivers into the ocean. Once it is in the ocean, it evaporates and returns to the air to complete its cycle. Everything circulates. In a similar way, when we go back, where do we return? We go back to a place where we can be higher, a place where we can be happier. No one wants to become smaller. All the laws of motion of the natural world, however, dictate that things diminish through work. Wherever there is work, things diminish. When we roll something, it will not keep rolling forever. It starts out fast and then slows down and finally stops. We live in this world, yet it is not the only world that exists. There is also the spirit world. This earthly world and the spirit world are not two completely separate worlds. They are connected together as one world. Then where is the place where we are to go, the place where we are to live? Of course, we are on earth now, living in our physical bodies. However, we are moving toward the eternal world. We are born into this world. We pass through our teens, twenties, thirties, middle age, and then old age. When we pass the time of our youth and enter middle age, we pass over one hill, and then eventually we go into old age. Finally, we end our lives just like the setting sun. People who know the existence of the spirit world, however, realize that a lifetime is only a fleeting moment, 
and that an eternal world awaits us after death. For this reason, they live their lives on earth in such a way as to prepare themselves for that world of eternity. The word death invites understanding of the meaning of life. Who knows the value of life well? Those who seek to live do not. The true value of life can be known only by someone who has risked his life to stand at the crossroads of life and death, and, while clinging to heaven, has desperately implored to be shown the value of life. That being the case, would people welcome death or not? They would welcome it. If you were about to die and someone asks you what you are dying for, you would be able to answer, I am dying for the sake of God's true love. We discard our physical bodies to participate in the realm of activity of God's infinite love and for the sake of God's world of love. To die physically is to be born in God's love. That is why we hear people in this physical world sometimes saying in exaggeration, Oh, I think I'm going to die. Death is meant to be a moment of joy. It is the moment when we go from a realm of limited love to a realm of infinite love. Therefore, the moment of death is the moment of our second birth. Would God be more joyful on the day of your birth into your physical body, or on the day you are born as a child who is to act for the sake of love in this second, infinite world? You might wonder why I talk about such things. It is because we cannot establish a relationship with God without liberating ourselves from the fear of death. Tune in tomorrow for the continuation of this speech on True Families, Gateway to Heaven. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.